Welcome to this edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, D, D. D's not here. I don't know where D's at. The first D-list show, Sans D, of Sean and D's Good Tape. Richie Seymour alongside. How you doing, Richie? Hey, Sean. It's great to be here. Uh, good morning. Yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of odd without um, D, but we'll we'll make do for a few minutes here. And, and by odd, you just meant better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he deserves that. He kind of trashed you on the last show that you weren't on. So, so yeah, yeah. Glo- the kids gloves are off. I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, uh, I was going to say though, really quickly, I, the, the time zone thing is going to create some, um, interesting shows. And he actually did put a playlist together for us to listen to, to do without him at some point. So we should probably brush up on that. Cause this is probably going to happen more than once over the next couple of months because he's in Japan until I think about mid November. Yeah. And I, I think I think it actually works out where it's a little bit worse than Korea. Like I think you know Korea was like we literally had two hours, one at the beginning of the day and one at the end of the day we could record. I think this one might actually somehow be even worse. I know this is fourteen hours time difference, so I, I don't remember what the other one was off the top of my head, but it was it was um, I think maybe it was a little bit better. But the what we are here to talk about today, this is kind of a bonus episode of the show. We don't have songs to go over necessarily or anything like that. But uh, but last night was the Alanis Morissette concert that we had talked about a couple of previous shows ago, and you and I were gonna go with our wives and it was going to be really fun and then something bad happened to where my daughter got sick yesterday and I had to uh, not go to the show but you still went so we're going to get the Alanis Morissette concert review from you yeah yeah really really bummed that you couldn't be there it was uh it was a great show it, it really was so it was uh they had to swap in Cat Power is the opening act who I wasn't real familiar with. I mean, she's been around forever. Mm-hmm. It's just not, not my, my, not my taste in music. Yeah. Liz fair originally was supposed to be the opening, opening act of the show. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I will say Cat Power, it, it didn't have the right vibe for a concert. Like she pretty much just kind of stands center stage plays on her guitar. It's just her. There's no, no accompaniment at all. So I, I think you'd have to be a big fan to to kind of get into to her scene uh she does go down and, uh, and play the piano for a little while uh later in her set but like just she kind of just came out there like there was no intro no nothing like not even here's who i am just right into the first song mm-hmm. and then about the fourth or fifth song i think she only played five songs so about the fourth song she actually spoke to the crowd a little bit um but it like it, it almost, it almost felt like, I, I don't know if she hasn't been touring for a long time um, because she, she almost felt, seemed uncomfortable up there uh, was kind of the vibe I got from her. Hmm. Um, but then, you know, after that came garbage and, and for one, I think most people forget how many good songs they had. Right. Yeah. I'd kind of been looking up the last couple of weeks just to kind of, and we've had, had them on the podcast a time or two, but yeah, there, there's quite a, a few songs that you probably don't even realize that they sing. Yep. 
Yeah. And they like, you know, like the one, the, the Romeo and Juliet uh, movie song, like no one even knows what the name of that song is. But then as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen this movie a few times. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, they were very good. I think Shirley Manson might be just like, she's in her mid fifties now. I don't feel it. she couldn't, she couldn't go up and, and hit the, uh, some of the higher, higher sounds anymore mm-hmm. is really kind of my takeaway. And then the band itself played the songs a lot differently than normal. And, and I don't know if that was um, a result of having it tuned for Alanis's set, but it like, like stupid girl started off as a techno song when mm. they, when they came, when they broke into it, like, you know, I'm pretty familiar with their music and it took me a solid 30 seconds before I'm like, Oh, Oh, this is stupid girl. Um, hmm. It, but overall well, great set. They actually, they actually broke into uh, a few bars of personal Jesus. Yeah. That was cool. You sent me a video of that. That was, that was pretty awesome. Yep. And then, uh, and then after that, it was, it was Alanis and like, this is, I, I, I sent out the uh, message to you guys last night that, this is basically the antithesis of Woodstock 99. Like it just, the, the crowd was way different than uh, what you what you'd seen in that documentary. It was probably close to 70% female. Um, mostly like, you know, thirties to fifties women. And, you know, they just a, a very mellow crowd. They had a great time. Alanis is still throwing high heat. Like yeah. she was incredible still get that voice um, up in the in that high octave and i think that's my biggest like to anyone that's a fan um go see her now uh, in the next few years while you can because i just i can't imagine that she can still do this uh in in a few years dennis asked me like what kind of performer she was it and you know she's not a Katy perry kind of person that's flying around in the crowd and, and stuff like that she's kind of center of stage but she really just captivates the crowd and i mean she can break all the notes it's like she's you forget how close like her range is to like adele's you know she's not not quite up at adele's level of singing mm-hmm. but then you you couple that with she is by far a much better lyricist like her songs are so great and i'll, I'll say so michelle wasn't too keen on going i mean she doesn't care for concerts that much uh, one point yesterday, she said, "Yeah, this would have been a great concert in high school." <laughs> I had to point out to her that, that uh, Jack Bill was after her high school because you know she's older. Than <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, she is old. She is uh, way older than we are. I forgot about way that older I and I'm wiser, you know, being from Winchester. Oh, that's funny. But <laughs> I was amazed how into it she got. Like it, it's one of those. Good. Everyone. I, th- I think most people forget how good Jagged Little Pill was, mm-hmm. how much, you know, great music is on that album. And, you know, yeah, everyone remembers Ironic and You Ought to Know and, and the, the hits. But that album is just so easy to listen to, mm-hmm. start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, was, it was a great, great show. I, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask, did she mainly stick with Jagged Little Pill since it was kind of like the anniversary yeah. tour or did she get into some of her other songs? And that was uh, the the vibe the the set list for the show was a little strange in that like she did not touch Guardian at all, mm-hmm. which is one of her better songs. She played about thirty seconds of Hands Clean, which is one of her best songs, uh, and thirty seconds of Everything. Yeah, I, like it, so 
it's funny that you said about hand about hands clean and you and you we talked beforehand and I want you to get into how much she changed it in concert but but you know we we've kind of talked about going through her career and stuff like that in my opinion hands clean is her best song I like it better than you ought to know and and it's not because you ought to know isn't great and that's what started her career and stuff like that but that's like the song that everybody knows and you've heard eight million times so yeah so yeah, she definitely played Hands Clean much different. She kind of picked up in the, uh, oh, the, the, the third verse, like, or like, like basically the, the point, like she didn't even start at the start. She went right into about the point where she uh, is talking about if she doesn't gain weight, he'll marry her someday kind of stuff. Like okay. that's, that's about where she was at in the song. Mm-hmm. Didn't even go into the, uh, the, the full chorus of it. And I, I, I suspect in concert that was um, due to it being a Jagged Little Pill concert. Like she played all of Jagged at, at various points and just kind of interspersed um, a lot of her other hits throughout. But I also like there's a, a thing where doing some I, I created a playlist of, of, of Alana songs this week just to get kind of back into it. And like on Amazon Music, hands clean. If you just look up Alanis, it's not there. Really? Huh. It, you know, they'll, they'll have a list of 40 songs and, and different versions. Not there at all. You actually have to type in hands clean for that song to come up. Hmm. Like you have to know exactly what you're looking for. Um, and, and I, I don't know if that's because of the uh, subject matter of the song or not. Um, but I've always like, I, I feel like at some point we have to have a conversation just about that song. Yeah. And that, that's probably a better one with all of us. Yeah. The, the other part is she had just played right through you two songs before that. And I, th- those, those two have similar themes. So I'm almost thinking that might be why she didn't play it too. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. But I mean, she had to have gone the route of playing uninvited and thank you. Cause those were two huge songs for hers after Jagged Little Pill. Yep. So those, those are encore songs. So she, she, she ends with, uh, you ought to know, uh, goes away for 30 seconds, comes back and does your house, which was the bonus track on the, the second mix of you ought to know, um, I don't remember that jagged little pill. Hmm. Uh, you, you would definitely, it's, it's a very soft one where she goes into her boyfriend's or ex-boyfriend's house and is like going through his stuff and then sees a love (laughs) letter from someone else. It's great. I, I I really, yeah. yeah. But it's like I don't know the I don't know if she ever released it as a single song. I think it's just as the oh, um, okay the the extended you ought to know, and then she does uninvited and ends with thank you. Nice, nice. Uninvited is a very big song. I remember it was on a soundtrack for some movie in the late '90s, and it was just it was just such a a big you know like almost yes. overproduced but good overproduced in a good way type of song. It just felt big every time you would hear it on the radio. So yeah. so overall. Um, must see in concert you think or or just go I, to see if you get the opportunity I, I i would definitely go see if you get the opportunity if if you're a fan if you still have fond memories of her it's probably on the must see list um it, it was just it was a fun fun show uh you're you're gonna know all the songs um and yeah it's like her range is just incredible so i do I, have I to I do have to ask, um, you, you got some tickets at Riverport or now Hollywood Casino Amphitheater that, uh, that I had not ever had before where it's lawn, but it's reserved. Explain to me, explain to me what that looked like. So that is, and, and, and I almost, I'm almost hesitant to explain it because I don't want other people listening to the podcast going and buying these tickets in the future. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so they're uh they're lawn tickets uh-huh. but they they have like about a 50 dollar premium on it and what it is they've blocked off the center section of the lawn like the very first part of the lawn dead yeah. center of, of stage the one where everybody tried yeah. to get there early to get to yep yep it's got little uh um pvc pipe uh cordoned off so you can't just come in you have one entry into it with a little uh, security guard that checks ids and he'll give you a band and they already have chairs set up in there. So yeah, it's a $50 premium, but if you were going to rent the chair, the chair was like 30 bucks to rent anyway. Oh. So you already have a oh, chair so you had, right you had there. Seats, essentially. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, and you know, no one it's, I don't know. There's, there's probably 250 seats up there oh. and it's the, the thing is you have a foot and a half of room on both sides of you. Like the seats are not on top of each other. And, you know, there's, there's plenty of room, like stretching my legs straight out. I could just barely touch the chair in front of me. Mm. And, you know, I'm six feet tall. Michelle Mm -hmm. couldn't touch it. And, and like, so you can walk up and down the aisle, you can get in and out easily. It was, it was incredible. And uh, we had way more room than anyone sitting down the seats below. Nice. That's cool. Sounds like a, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. So, um, so I, my phone's ringing. Excuse me. Um, so unprofessional. <laughs> so, uh, so um, I do have to talk about a little bit. How how crowded was it? Was it crazy crowded? Oh yeah, it was mm-hmm. packed. Yeah, it was. Um, I I so like as a as a military veteran, we get uh, there's a there's a site that will give out free tickets that get either donated or when concerts have extra seats, they'll give out free tickets to the military a lot. This show did not come up for it. So, and, and it, it was absolutely packed. Hmm. Um, all, all the seats down low were taken. Our section was, was full. And then the lawn, oops, sorry. Now, went, now it's me. Unprofessional. Oh my God. Damn it. I, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it was probably pretty close to capacity. Nice. Nice. So, uh, so uh, the reason I asked that is because last week I went on a, a guy I'm in the local rotary club with, he's uh, getting married for the first time and he had a giant bachelor party where we took a charter bus over to Indianapolis last weekend and went to a minor league soccer game in Indy on Saturday night and went to the Colts Seahawks game on Sunday. And, uh, you know, NFL, you know, after a year and a half of not being in crowds, going to an NFL game kind of freaks you out a little bit literally 80,000 people there or 70,000 people that fill up Lucas oil stadium. And at one point I'm walking through the concourse because I wanted to go get a drink and you're packed in like sardines. It's such a weird feeling now after not being in crowds like that, when you're in a large crowd, it kind of makes you a little jumpy almost. Yeah. And I, I've seen that like when we've flown, cause we've done that a couple times this mm-hmm. year, this year it, it is, it's, mm-hmm. you just, well, it gives you the, gives you the shakes. It does. Absolutely. So I got to talk about your dad here for a minute before we, uh, before we, uh, sign off. So, um, I'm going to go back to for now because he's being a good boy. I'm going to go back to calling him Homer again, because, uh, I got to give him credit. I, I, we, we had our little battle over the Cowboys and Buccaneers last week and he started off hot and major taunts. And towards the end of the week, we might, we, we, we kind of 
in our messages because luckily you gave him my phone number. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but anyway, as we went along throughout the week and the taunts, he settled down and we, we got into the root of why he, uh, is upset with the Cowboys and we went down a psychology road. And after that, he calmed down a little bit. <laughs> and he even admitted that Dak Prescott looked good and the Cowboys played well. And now he's even giving me a hat. So, so we've, we've, we've gotten to be friends again, I suppose. Yeah, that that is the uh, the worst part of all of this uh, with Meredith getting sick. I mean, Meredith getting sick is the worst part. The second yeah. worst part is now I have a Dallas Cowboys hat in my house until I see you next. Oh, you already have it. Yes. <laughs> he told me I had to stop by his house to pick it up. So no, mm. he decided to drive down and give it to me because I was going to see you. Oh, that's so. hilarious. Oh man, that's nice of him. See now, now I can't, I can't, uh, I can't make fun of. Well, I can make fun of him, but I won't call him William anymore. I'll go back to calling him mild mannered Homer again for a while. So who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to deal with him today, don't you? That's right. Yeah. So. So anyway, but so what my, what I think we'll do is, is when we can lock D down to do a real show again, is we'll go back to normal format and pick some songs and, and do all of that stuff. We, we were originally going to do an Alanis set like break down the songs, but as you and I were just talking about before we started, probably uh, getting a Jen from France to actually like come on mic with us or, you know, somebody else to talk about these songs from a woman's perspective would be a lot better than the three of us talking about them from a... <laughs> a man's perspective i mean you know maybe <laughs> yeah it might be a good maybe. thing so we'll we'll see how that goes so anyway so pick your songs and we'll tell d to pick his songs i'm sure he'll listen to this and but it's it's been kind of strange not having d on it's the first time it's not been sean and d's good tape so yeah, yeah it's just yeah. sean's good tape with richie with <laughs> richie yeah we're never going to um, give you like equal billing i don't yeah. think <laughs> nor should you I, it'll, it'll just be interesting how the uh, the dozens and dozens react if they just decide that this is the the format we should go with from now on or or, or what or if jen from france just never will listen again because d wasn't on it it's okay jen hey. we're not that bad we kept it short so anyway yeah. but we'll be back hopefully next weekend hopefully we'll see you know that 14 hour time difference it's it's just never never any good because like right now it's the middle of the night for him i mean i'm sure he's asleep when we're taping on a sunday morning so we're we're gonna probably have to get up super early or he's gonna have to get up super early to make this work at some point so we'll figure it out but anyway until then distance relationships suck yeah absolutely so until then we'll see you next time here on sean and d's good tape i want you to know it's over well bye